Hey everyone, you're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, and today is Throwback Thursday, the one day each week where I'll share one of my favorite and most downloaded episodes from the over now 440 now that I've done. As always, just a reminder that all these episodes can be found on my website, thedailydrivepodcast.com, where they're categorized for you to better find and listen to them by topic. And they're topics like boundaries, self-care, parenting, mindfulness, gratitude, relationships, spirituality, and adversity, as well as many others, so as to help you better find what you'd like to listen to when you'd like to listen to it. And just a reminder that you can find all the transcripts for these episodes on my website as well. Now, today's Throwback Thursday episode is going to be episode 139, The Magic Penny, How Less Can Become More. And the reason that I chose this one is because this one was one of my favorites in terms of of helping to inspire little acts to lead to great things. The story of The Magic Penny is one that really shows how it's the small things that we do day in and day out that can make the biggest difference over time. And especially when we find ourselves in challenging situations or maybe even pits that we've kind of dug for ourselves, how the best way out won't come all at once, but little by little, one step at a time, that's how great distances are crossed. That's how great things are brought to pass. And so to help with this, here is episode 139, The Magic Penny, How Less Can Become More. Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life, things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, as always, to another edition of The Daily Drive Podcast. Josh Downs here, and today's episode is 139, The Magic Penny, How Less Can Become More. So I'm noticing a theme in my episodes this week. Each episode I put together is kind of a random decision based on the moment that I sit down to outline the upcoming topics or sometimes even just the topic for the next day. Monday's was the quietness of success. Tuesday was I'm so glad I did. Wednesday was focus is undefeated. And as I sat down to put this episode together, all I could think about was a story that I heard recently called The Magic Penny. The theme this week seems to be how to find success, and I think I know why. Someone very close to me has been struggling recently in many different ways, but mostly with their sense of worth. And this struggle and the choices that have come from it have really sent them into a tailspin, for which they've tried numerous things to numb the pain of the past, to escape the realities of the present, without certainly having any interest in trying to face the future. It's always so hard to watch those that you love struggle in life and to dig holes for themselves that have become more abyss-like than hole-like. An abyss that by all accounts seems impossible to get out of. If I didn't believe in God, then I wouldn't believe that there was any hope for them, as really only a God could help them out of the hole that they've dug for themselves at this point. I was talking with an older gentleman today that changed my mind about a lot of things. First, the tow truck people are the worst. (laughs) I've had my car towed on several occasions once, when there was no sign within 100 feet that I could park where I did, and another time where I left my car next to my apartment to just simply run some groceries in. Don't ask me how they happened to be there when I came out five minutes later, but they were. I really believe that they have a sixth sense about these things. The most frustrating part was when they refused to show any mercy whatsoever. And that was something that I just couldn't wrap my head around. 
I remember Mr. Miyagi even once teaching Danielson in The Karate Kid an important lesson about forgiveness and mercy. After he was merciful in ending a fight with the Cobra Kai sensei in the parking lot after the tournament, Daniel asked, You could have killed him, couldn't you have? To which Mr. Miyagi says, I, or yes, I could have. To which Daniel asks, Well, why didn't you? Mr. Miyagi answers, Because those with no forgiveness or mercy in heart is living a worse punishment than death. I had decided from every experience I'd ever had with the towing company that they must all be living a worse punishment than death because not once had I ever been shown mercy, no matter the situation, even if it was just leaving my car running for five minutes to run some groceries in. Well, today as fate would have it, I had to visit a towing company to try to help a situation that my friend had found himself in. There was an older gentleman that I worked with to resolve the situation and surprisingly he was very helpful. And he asked me about the situation my friend was in, and after explaining it to him, he said that he could empathize with him, and that he had been there himself, that it was a very dark and discouraging and lonely place to be, and in fact, he had even been homeless at one point. I then couldn't help but ask what helped him get out of that place. And he said it was the hardest thing that he'd ever done, that there was something about losing everything, about hurting so much that you just didn't care anymore. He said, it's almost like you get comfortable where you are and it just keeps you there. It holds you there and refuses to let you go. He told me that for him, it took a run-in with a cop and an ultimatum to either show up for work at a friend's construction company the next morning or go to jail for the violation for which he could have been charged with. The man decided to show up the next morning at the construction company and started to climb his way out of his own personal pit. And his answer of how he did it from there was just a little at a time, one step at a time, none of which came easy. The answer was, he said, you just had to work at it every day. It reminded me of a story that I had recently read from the fantastic book called The Compound Effect, which I would highly recommend. It's a book written by New York Times bestselling author Darren Hardy. In his book, he refers to a story that he uses to teach a concept that is a central theme of the entire book. And a concept that really has been at the heart of the theme that I noticed this week in several of my episodes, and is a concept that every single one of us, I believe, needs to understand, especially given the state of the world that we live in today. The story is called The Magic Penny, and it goes like this. If you had the choice between taking $3 million in cold hard cash right now, or a single penny that doubles in value every single day for 31 days, which would you choose? Well, if you're like me, you'd say, the $3 million, I'll take it right now. (laughs) If you've heard this story before, though, you already know that choosing the penny option is the better choice and will lead you to greater wealth. But why is it so hard to believe that choosing the penny will result in more wealth over time? The answer is simply because it takes so much longer to see the payoff. Most of us can't stand delaying our gratification. That is why, in general, the savings rate in the United States is very low compared to other countries, and credit card debt keeps millions of families from achieving financial freedom. We live in a society of groomed to want more for doing less, when reality is just the opposite. We will always have less until we do more. Let's look at the math behind the story a little bit closer. Assume you chose the $3 million in cash in hand right now and your best friend chooses the penny gamble. Well, on day five, your friend has just 16 cents. Doesn't look like a bad bet so far, because you, of course, still have three million. On day 10, 
Well, now your friend has accumulated a whopping $5.12. Well, you're enjoying your riches. After 20 days, your friend has grown his money a little bit more. He's up to $5,243. Woohoo! <laughs> well, you are treating your friends and family to dinner. Probably a steak dinner, right? At this point, though, how is your friend feeling? He or she has delayed his or her gratification in hopes of making a smart, long-term decision as they are watching you live large with your mounds of cash. But the invisible magic of compounding is about to take effect. By day 31, your friend's single penny has multiplied or compounded into $10,737,418.24. This is more than three times your original $3 million. Now who's made the smart decision? This simple yet compelling story shows why consistency over time is more important. On day 29, your friend has about $2.7 million, still a bit behind your $3 million, but by day 30, your friend pulls ahead with roughly $5.4 million and begins to leave you behind. The magic of compounding, along with small steps taken consistently over time, is what can lead to massive success. Just imagine exercising 15 minutes every day versus waiting until you suddenly have one hour freed up to go exercise all at once on the weekend. What areas of your life could this principle be applied so that you could enjoy the results a month, a year, or 10 years from now? Darren applies this principle to a story also about three men, all married, about the same age, live in the same neighborhood, all have a little of that dreaded marriage flab. <laughs> it's a real thing, isn't it? And they all make about 50000 a year. In this example, friend number one, we'll call him Larry, basically does what he's always been doing. He doesn't really change anything. Friend number two, we'll call him Scott, decides to make some small changes. During his commute, he begins to listen to 30 minutes of something instructional or inspirational. He Maybe he decides to read 10 pages a day of a good book. He cuts 125 calories out of his diet each day and decides to try to walk maybe an extra 1,000 steps a day. None of which these changes are really very significant or consequential initially. They're all just little changes. Friend number three, we'll call him Brad, decides to make a few poor choices. He buys a big screen TV to watch more of his favorite shows each day. He decides to try all these delicious high calorie recipes from the Food Network. (laughs) He decides to install a bar in his living room and adds one alcoholic drink a week to his diet. None of these are super consequential initially either. At the end of five months of these chosen practices, you really can't see much of a difference in any of these three guys. They all look relatively the same still. And the same after 10 months later, for that matter. It's not until we get around month 18 where changes begin to be slightly perceivable. But by month 25, things are noticeably different. Month 27, even more so. And by month 31, the changes are startling. Brad has gained quite a bit of weight, while Scott, just by cutting out 125 calories a day, has dropped over 33 pounds and has trimmed considerably. Brad ate the same amount of excess calories and has now gained 33 pounds, but now weighs 66 pounds more than Scott does. But that's not all. Scott has now invested over 1,000 hours to personal improvement and development, and it shows. He's more positive, he's more energetic, he's more self-aware, all of which has helped him to earn a promotion at work and is helping his marriage to thrive. Friend number one, Larry, is pretty much where he's always been. (laughs) Nothing has changed. He's exactly where he was over a year and a half ago. Only now, he's more bitter about it. 
The author points out that to those who aren't seeing the day-in and day-out practices of these friends, will look and see the changes Scott has made as miraculous, almost like magic, and want to know how he did it. These kinds of people seem to be an overnight success when, in reality, his or her success was the result of small, smart choices completed consistently over time. The author then points out that the hardest part about this approach is that we have to keep working away for a while, consistently and efficiently, before we begin to see the payoff. He says, Our grandparents knew this. Although they didn't spend their evenings glued to the TV watching infomercials about how to have thin thighs in 30 days or a real estate kingdom in six months, back then people worked six days a week from sunup to sundown. The secret to success was then, and is now, hard work, discipline, and good habits. I want so badly to help my friend understand this concept that if he just starts doing the small things that he can do consistently over time, he'll see big results. And this is true for all of us. Whatever it is that you want to improve or excel at, the formula is, has been, and always will be the same. And that is work, discipline, and good habits consistently over time. Now, for those like my friend who feel like they don't have a ton of time or that they're in too deep to get out just by little steps, I would invite you to remember one of the greatest stories in Christ's life, and that's the story of when he fed the 5,000. Remember the impossibility of the task in front of him and the apostles? How in the world were they going to get enough food for everyone? He asked his apostles to gather whatever they could, and all they could find was a boy with five loaves of bread and two fish. Now, we may not have much to give or be capable of giving much, but if we'll just be believing and give him what we have, give him all that we have, no matter how much our all is, he will take it and make it enough for the impossible to happen. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, a leader of my faith, reminds us, don't worry about Christ running out of miracles to help you. His grace is sufficient. That is the spiritual, eternal lesson of the feeding of the 5,000 with baskets full to spare. And so my invitation to you today and to my dear friend, my dear brother, is no matter where you are, how far you've fallen, how far away you are from where you want to be, to start by simply doing the littlest things you can consistently over time and trust that the results, although they may not come or be recognized as quickly as you'd like, trust that they will come and that they will be recognized. And as you include God in those efforts, as you give Him what it is you have to give, He will take it and help you accomplish more than you ever thought possible. You'll see miracles. You'll see that which was impossible become reality. Doors that were closed will be open. Obstacles that were holding you back will be overcome. Barriers that were blocking you will be removed. The effect of the duplicating penny isn't magic, but the results will feel that way as one day you look back and see just how far those little daily tasks have taken you. Now, it won't be easy. Again, it isn't meant to be. Each day will take work. Each day will be hard. But each day you give him will be worth the effort as he exponentially grows what you've given him into more than you ever thought possible. And the truth is, once you experience this, you'll never stop giving what you have to him and to others because you know you will always get so much more in return. The man I met today at the towing company told me that's how he dug himself out of his own pit, just a little at a time, over time. 
giving what he had and trusting that it would be enough. And I can tell he's not done giving either. As while I was out in the hot sun going through my friend's car to get a few things for him, this man brought out to me a Gatorade and said, I just wanted to give this to you because it's so hot out here. As he gave it to me, I realized that he had given me a lot more than a Gatorade. He gave me hope that there was still good in even some of the most hardened people, even tow truck people, (laughs) that there was hope in even the most difficult of situations. He then turned back to me as he was walking away and said, please give your friend my best and tell him not to give up. That as he works at it, it will get better. And that is exactly now what I am doing with this episode. Because I know that when we give our best to God, He takes care of the rest. When we give Him what we can, He'll take care of what we can't. And it always gets better. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. Like I said, there's been a little theme this week. Maybe some of you out there needed the push, needed to be reminded of the formula, needed to feel like there was hope. We can accomplish anything we set our minds to. We can overcome any obstacles. We can climb out of any of the pits that we might be in, even if we've dug them ourselves. If we'll just start today doing the smallest of things, but be committed to do them consistently over time and trust, although we may not see the results right away, the day will come that we will. And when we give what we have to God and ask Him to bless our little offering, well, you know the rest. There will be miracles. So, as St. Augustine once said, pray as though everything depends on God and work as though everything depends on you. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs and this is The Daily Drive.